0: Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've been trying to score these two on this <laughs> podcast for quite a while. It's been like a back and forth over social platforms. They're busy.
1: They're busy, busy e- women. Busy
0: people. <laughs> I dig it. Our guests have been on way back when we first started in season one, and yep. we. it's great to do a recap because what you guys have been doing is just, it's just skyrocketed since the last Last time we got together, I jumped on my motorcycle. I head out to Stony Creek. It was, it, was a, it was a good afternoon. It was a good afternoon.
2: I remember that day clearly. And I had no idea that was season one. Like, what season are you on now?
0: We're in season four. four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys were probably like the 33rd episode or something like that. We're like a 305 now. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it's exciting, too, because in season one, I actually missed a lot of recordings because at the time, Mark and I uh, had a baby at home. So, I wasn't able to, especially the ones that were done on location and going out of Toronto, I wasn't able to join. So I'm really excited that I get to be part of the conversation today because I, like Mark said, I've been watching you guys like on social media and I've seen what you've been doing.
0: And we use your products.
1: And we use your products. I have actually one of them literally on my bedside table. So it's exciting that we get to talk to you again and see what has happened since uh, 2018 would have been the time that you were on talking to Mark. I cannot
2: believe it. And and thank you so much for having us on the show again. We just wanted it to be... It's not like we're like super busy or anything, but I wanted to make sure we launched our product was launched. And we had a good story for you because there's a lot of like ups and downs and all around. So we wanted you to get the full picture.
1: And here we are. Yay. Well, I guess we should start by actually introducing you guys. (laughs) We (laughs) just jumped into it as if everybody knows who we're talking to. It's like a mystery. (laughs) I know. I feel like
2: we connect so well. We had a chance to chat before the show and I mean Ashley and you just connected I think you two should get together and just think about Mark and I. I Ashley and I are definitely going to
1: have to get together so we have Ashley and Tijan back on the show they are the owners of Earth Kisses Sky so if you've been loyal listeners you may have heard them talk to us back into or talk to Mark back in 2018 um, they sell cannabis products and as Mark said we have some of them so I use um, the skin product so for any like breakouts or skin inflammation or irritation love it and and I also have the pain product as well, which is really nice Yeah, for that, goes on, that
0: goes on my uh, posterior legs yep. quite often.
1: <laughs> Amazing. And
2: and I don't know if you guys know this now, but like those products have now converted to the legal cannabis products. As we come back from the legacy brand, brand where we were selling products with cannabis in the in the legacy market, you know, high risk situations, having cops come and like, taking uh, cases of our product at dispensaries and then uh, so that was five years ago and then two years ago we just kind of removed the cannabis and had like a just that oil concept which is the products that you have which has some special ingredients in there you must have mixed it and um <laughs> and then now we're in the legal market currently so we've come full circle from legacy to legal Mm -hmm. and I just can't believe that we made it this far Mm -hmm. being a small craft cannabis brand and being next to players like Sephora and Estee Lauder and all these big players that haven't come out yet but we're in the market before these big big dogs are. So it's super yeah.
3: important. And the, new, so the cool. new names of them are Rise and Shine. So the skin product that you're talking about is now called Shine, yeah. It's available yes. in those,
1: yes. Love it. Cool. So why don't we start with um, individual introductions, uh, maybe just give a little bit of background about yourself. You guys can like rock, paper, scissors, who goes first? And oh my then, God, you know we do <laughs> Although that. Although Tijan has, has a knife, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But do yes, do
2: rock paper
3: scissors? Okay, rock, let's rock paper we, scissors. We rock paper. Paper. But we like, th- I have to think. No, let's go. Ready? Okay, let's see. Go Hi, uh, okay. And we go. always go. get the same rock paper Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. I need to scissors.
2: One, two, three.
1: This is hilarious. Right. Thank you. one. <laughs> she goes,
3: she goes we did this once, and we got five in a row. And we're like, hey, forget, forget it. <laughs> All right, my name is
2: Tijan Yelchin. I'm co-owner of Earth Kisses Sky. I have a background of massage therapy. I'm also a registered acupuncturist. Uh, this is my 20th year of body work. <clears throat> Two years ago, we officially closed Earth Kisses Sky as a private practice. And we've focused from service to now product. Of course, I still treat friends, family, uh, but I don't do like 40, 30, 40 hours a week like I used to. Mm-hmm. I'm more like do five hours a week um, just to, it's great for the mind, body, soul, but we're really just focusing on the, the product side of Earth to the Sky. So that's that's what my background is.
3: Yeah, so my name is Ashley. My background is I'm a holistic nutritionist and clinical herbalist. And yeah, so we would, we, like Tijan said, we, I'm also the co-founder of Earth Kiss the Sky mm-hmm. and the creams were actually developed, um not just for myself, but it kind of stemmed from that. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease in 2012. And from there, it kind of um, made, I guess, the transition to incorporate cannabis into our lifestyle and into the products that we're making. Mm-hmm. So that's what
1: is presented out to the world today. Do you, this is a little bit of a tangent and I won't go on too many or I'll try not to go on too many, Mm. but Ashley, you had mentioned that you were diagnosed with Lyme disease. I find a lot of people have no idea about Lyme disease, have no idea how serious it can be and how you can go for so long without even knowing that this is what's going on in your body. Do you, are you comfortable sharing a little bit of information about like how you came to know about this and what was happening with you and how you know the development of the creams came from that? Yeah, absolutely.
3: So I actually, so 2012, I started experiencing really strange symptoms in my wrist. That's where it started. At the time I was a dog groomer. So I thought it was from just repetitive work. And I took some time off just to kind of rest my wrist and the pain would go away and then it would come back randomly, like very severe. But the, the crazy part about it was it would jump from my wrist to my ankles, to my knees, to my, like all over my body, very chronic pain to the point where I wouldn't be able to lift like a plate. Wow. And then the next day I would be completely fine. So it did that for quite a while and it was very confusing. So when I got, actually went to the, the doctor, I was misdiagnosed for a year with rheumatoid arthritis. Because that's what my body was mimicking. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't until a year later is when I actually discovered it was Lyme disease. And the only way I figured that out, because it wasn't even a a topic that I even thought of. um, I went to see, uh, I went to a, a, a talk and I spoke to a man. He's a holistic nutritionist, Paul Pitchford. And I asked him, I went up to him and I said, is there anything that you can help me or guide me in some way. And I showed him my knee. And for my symptoms, they're very based on joints. And at the time, my knee was so large, where I couldn't wear pants, I couldn't bend my knee, I had a really hard time walking. And I showed him my knee. And he said, Have you ever been tested for Lyme disease? And I was just like, No, I never even thought to do that. Hmm. But because I trusted his word so much, I went to my family doctor, and I had them test me for it which they gave me a very difficult time. They didn't want to test me for it, Kept telling me I don't have it. And I kept going back and back to the family doctor to be like,
1: just test me for it. peace of mind. I may not have it, but just I just want to know. And what's the harm? It's so freaking annoying. What is the harm in ruling I something? I never out? understood
3: it. And I, I started to become a fight, right? So I eventually I went in and I said, I need you to test me for it." I know my rights. I know that I'm requesting this and you need to do it. And if I find out later on that I have it and you have, and you're denying my request, like he can get in trouble for doing that. So he eventually was like, fine, I'll do it, but there's no way that you have it. Two weeks later, he called me into his office early in the morning and started telling me, you know, I've never seen the correlation between rheumatoid arthritis and Lyme disease before and uh thank you so much for bringing this to my attention i'm going to present this to the board of directors or sorry board of doctors and he gave me uh two weeks antibiotics and i was not educated at the time i, thought, I remember
2: you being excited like they found out a headline disease and i yeah.
3: got two weeks antibiotics because her knee was the size of a grapefruit
2: and if you yeah. look at her wrist now like i know it's this is uh not, yeah it's like, just I, a recording for the viewers but but i can't nice yeah stuff.
3: they won't bend like they're completely fused because yeah. the pain and the inflammation was so severe yep in order for me to like, if I were to like move my arm upwards, it would just be so much pain. Mm -hmm. So I would put braces on my wrist just to be able to move it without that excruciating pain. Well, you guys are massage therapists. Mm -hmm.
2: And so am I let me just put it this way. My partner, 17 years now.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: She has been it was the most challenging case that I've ever seen, right? Mm -hmm. Just like the pain, and it's just bizarre symptoms. It just didn't match anything that I've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. So I could imagine what the doctors would feel like. And with Lyme disease, it's not, especially back then, it's not as much talked about. And even to this day, there's no treatment plan for Mm -hmm. it. And that's where our creams were birthed, uh, just being involved in cannabis more. And uh, yeah, and
3: that's exactly it. So when I when I finally got the diagnosis of rheumatoid, or sorry, Lyme disease, doctor told me that if I don't take the rheumatoid medication, I'd end up crippled in a wheelchair for the rest of my life, word for word. And I couldn't believe that he gave me that recommendation. And at that time, I was doing doctor specialists nonstop. And I decided I'm not going to do that anymore because I come home all the time, like just really sad and depressed and feeling like I had no hope. So I tried to like, just think of different alternatives that I can incorporate. And because we already, we followed a very holistic lifestyle to begin with, nutrition and herbal medicine, um, cannabis was a no brainer. Cannabis was always in both Tijan and my life, like growing up, it's always been something that we have been interested in. And actually, my mom told me recently when I was 12 years old, I told her when I'm older, I'm going to work in uh, with cannabis. She just told me this recently. And I was just like, that's wild to so, like think that a 12 year old is thinking that she's Your like, mom was probably like, she was not, she was very, very against it <laughs> <laughs> back then. So yeah, so it, it, the cream burst on that because I needed something topical to help alleviate pain it didn't cure yeah. me in any way and mm-hmm. but I will never say that it did but it definitely helped alleviate pains and symptoms helped me sleep helped mm-hmm. inflammation and I was super grateful for that so that's when I got my license and started creating the oils and then we started creating the
0: creams. <laughs> I don't understand that opposition from doctors ever. I don't understand it. If there's no harm done by getting some tests done, what is the fucking opposition all about?
1: I think yeah, it's I... like I think it's like a strange like pride thing, not looking stupid. Like we met we met, had we, met we had this issue. I was just with about our to daughter
0: in Kawasaki disease, which causes mm. major fucking heart problems wow. if it's not caught early. And it, 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 go ahead, yeah.
1: Well, I was just going to say we met 20 minutes ago, Ashley, but like I am so proud of you for continuing to fight because I was like a fucking psycho mama bear like fighting with these doctors because Kawasaki disease is incredibly rare and they kept saying there's no way she has this so no that you know they were trying to give me every other alternative of what it could be. Um, a side note, actually this same daughter had Lyme disease. We were just lucky, I guess that because um, she was bitten by a tick we didn't we never saw the tick but um, she got that bullseye rash so that was the only reason we knew that the Lyme disease Understood. was there so yeah. we could actually do something about it and then you know I went to everybody I could to find out what else do we need to do what else do we need to test her for because I was feeling like even the doctors we were seeing didn't even know like it, it one doctor even gave us uh the wrong dosage and yeah. the wrong duration of the antibiotics yeah. That's, yeah. yeah so
2: I feel like when it's not in their little code book because Lyme disease doesn't have a code Hmm. to like being in that book and there's no treatment plan. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that disease does or not, but when it's complex, complex like that, it's just easier to say you have, you mimic like rheumatoid. So you go on that path. They just
3: basically look at what's most familiar and they classify you. Okay. Ash, your, your symptoms are rheumatoid based, even though I had zero um, rheumatoid, in my family, right. at all. So with so. your daughters too, it's just like they'll just go with with what's the easiest path and treatment
2: plan, and then just make you feel like you're crazy. Yeah, and it's really just you have to take your own health into your own yeah hands. Your own yeah. health into your own hands, and that's what we want to be in this industry for is just to continue to see how cannabis and uh, the medical system can shift and change for the better. And that's why we're here. We're mm-hmm. not, we're not salespeople. We don't know how to sell. Uh, we didn't make a product to just sell it. We'd made it because we had a story and people wanted it because people- we
3: needed it. And we knew that people needed it yeah. too. Right. And And to be able to have like a voice to share those stories with other to inspire others that you know you can be your own advocate you don't have to listen to everything people tell you
2: you have choices
3: and you have choices yeah like like just I I also studied
2: to be a death doula side note and um part of part look at us look at us we've been trying to get a death death duel on this podcast
1: podcast. for months you're coming
3: back yeah i love talking about death okay she talks about it so much sometimes like can you not (laughs) yeah i don't know what you're manifesting right now but no but it's so true
2: though like we have a choice how we want to live and we also have a choice how we want how we can die yeah not like you know and dying with dignity and dying like you know we have that choice and and having people come to the house mm-hmm. and setting your scene and what I mean by that is just when you're ill or you're not feeling well you have a choice and what we've been given is one choice always and 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 this and when you live in a box you always feel like there's only one way to live there's one way to you know you, you get sick you do this you have a headache you take Advil yeah and people get stuck in this one dimension where. Our brand, us, we attract misfits, rebels. We classify as outside the box. Mm. Earth Kisses Sky doesn't mean anything. It means whatever you want it to mean. It's abstract. And, um, we do this because when you live outside the box, you can see everything and it's so much more fun. And that's what we want to build. And we want people to be a part of something with Earth Kisses Sky.
0: I'm with you. And
2: have choices Mm -hmm. and, and be, we want to be those people where if you have questions, come reach out to us
1: and, Maybe we'll give you a second opinion or a third or fourth. I love the branding you guys do. I love the messaging. Like it's very obvious from everything, from your social media, from your products, like everything. You guys are so like calculated maybe you I, I mean to me it seems very intentional like you can really tell what type of people you are you know when you said we attract the misfits we attract and I was like yeah because that's that's me and Mark. I love wearing my navy hoodie that says fuck being perfect on the yeah, bag that we, we got cool. from you guys like I love it because that's that's a message that Mark and I really believe in too right like you don't need to be any anything right you don't need to no. be whoever people want you to be you don't have to have this I'm putting in air quotes professional See, persona to me, to me right?
0: it doesn't feel calculated although it, it works really really well to me it's mm-hmm. it's like
1: it's it, genuine it's, it's
0: yeah it's like this authenticity that just shines right through that it's just so perfect yeah that it feels like it's really calculated but it's just feels like it's your, your genuine selves I, I dig it so much yeah, i'm I love glad the that branding. it's portraying itself like that well i
2: myself i can say i'm like organized chaos like my organization is like chaotic my notes are all over the, and she's more like
3: um I make charts and yeah organize <laughs> you, there's I spend a lot of time and I think Tisha always says that that sweater was made for me because I'm such a perfectionist and I need things to be perfect and my charts need to look good as if I'm yeah. going to present it to some somebody that's going to care yeah but uh but yeah. I mean like your body
2: too like anyone that suffers like body images her body went through like she was in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and she was the youngest person to have full knee replacement two years ago Mark I don't know if you were here before or after her knee replacement but I think yeah. before yeah before, it was, was two yeah. years ago she was the youngest there and like sometimes when you have these images of feeling like well I'm not perfect at
3: all it's like well fuck it like who cares be your own kind of perfect <laughs> Your own kind of beautiful. My wrists don't bend, but oh well. That's what I think. I can't do. Maybe I can't do a cartwheel, but I'm okay with that. Like I could do other things. My yeah. wrist bend,
1: and I can't do a cartwheel. No worries.
3: <laughs> no excuse, right? I used to be able to, so that's why I think of that. I'm like, I used to be able to do cartwheels, and I used to stick my mind to like all yeah. the things I can't do now. But that's but a good message, though. But now it's I. I have to pay attention to all the things I can do, mm-hmm. right? Your so, focus
2: goes. Your energy, your energy flows. flows. Yeah. So that's one of our little things too. Yeah, And
3: I mean, from having a full knee replacement, I have a 12 inch scar. That's like, so badass. It's so cool. That is, well, okay. and that is for, pretty badass. For 10, 10 years, I didn't show my legs because I was so insecure with them. And now I'm like, yeah, you want to look at my scar? And like people will stop me and be like, did you have a knee surgery? Because they'll All see the seniors, scar, right? The seniors will know. Yeah, I always expect <laughs> to see it. They're like, oh, you got your knee done. So and <laughs> then we have a conversation about what surgeon, you know, like what their experience, what do we use? And I love it. Like,
1: I love seniors. Like, I really I do. Love I them. love that. Honestly,
3: like, I think I connect more with, like,
1: Older generations. (laughs) You're an old soul. I'm an old soul. Yeah, I just I love it. I'm definitely like that too. You're right. We should have coffee together. We just had a class finish up here, and like the the (laughs) oldest person in the room stayed back and talked to me for like an hour.
0: She tried with me before, but that didn't go very far.
1: Yeah, you're not. I had had someone call call, and because
3: they wanted a question about the creams, should go to their houses and have tea. I had a 45 minute conversation. During COVID, I'm
2: like, where are you?
3: Phone. And then I went to her house because I had I wanted to give her a cream because I was like I feel like it'll help her. And I, I was at her house. I was
1: very cautious
3: and wear a mask and <laughs> all that stuff. But like I stayed at her house for like. And she's like, "Where are you?
1: Just <laughs> having tea with an old lady.
3: <laughs> having tea with this woman that I just met. <laughs> and I remember you said her husband walked in and was like,
2: "He was yeah, he was confused on who I was. He's like, who?
3: "Who are you? <laughs> who are you? And I'm like, uh, "Just a stranger entering your house.
0: By the way, your tea is fabulous.
2: Oh
3: my God, this is so <laughs> nice. Yeah, you should have brought them tea next time. Next time I'll bring the tea. So all
2: of those products that you have are now discontinued. You can't purchase them on the, our website. They're, they were strategically, talking about strategy, they were strategically placed there for the past two years, the Just That Oil concept, strategically for branding purposes only. Because legally, we couldn't brand EKS when we were in the legacy market. But then once we transition to pulling the cannabis out, that's when we stamped EKS on everything. Mm -hmm. And then like blew it up the past two years, trade shows, um, all of that stuff. That's how we were able to raise money. That was one of our most biggest challenges is um, financial barriers and having Mm -hmm. to seek out capital. Mm -hmm. um, Because it takes a lot of money to execute. However, a thing with money is that a lot of people have scarcity mindset with money mm-hmm. and what changed my life is to view money as energy. So if you're saying, Oh, I don't have enough money. I can't do this. Change it to energy. Oh, I don't have enough energy. And mm-hmm. think of how that sounds. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough energy. Okay, well, how about let's fix your energy, get the energy, and then all of a sudden, you'll be more pumped and get the money because you'll be motivated to, motivated to, to actually action.
1: put the action in
3: to
2: get and get the
1: energy. You guys are like real, real entrepreneurs, like everything you're saying, you just see Mark and I like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Because
2: we know those struggles, we know those challenges. When we're like, oh, we don't like money blocks are huge when you're an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah, and and motivation is it, huge. It's all
3: about like where are we going to get it from, and like, oh, we can't do it. We we can't like, do it because you don't have the money. But you always can find a way as if you have like a goal or.
2: Yeah, it's not about the money. It's mm-hmm. about being resourceful. Yes figuring out ways how to
1: be resourceful. Well, I I really just want to hear about the whole process. Like for one thing, I actually don't even know what legacy market means, but you guys have said it a few times, so I guess I can figure it out in my mind, but maybe you can sort of take us through the path of how you you did end up getting that capital and how you got into this legal market and some of the fun things you've done along the way. I won't give it away, but you guys are like sort of celebrities.
3: (laughs) We
2: call it legacy market now because that's what the industry... Is wanting to hear more, but it was, re- it's usually typically referred to as black market, mm. okay. gray market, and then now it's just legacy market. Gotcha. So, meaning brands that come from the black market who have now made it into legal, they're calling it from legacy to legal. Okay. So I, I it took me a little while because I kept saying like black market, black market, and then it's just like no, I'm just gonna just stick to the legacy. Stick to the legacy. It sounds nicer, it's a little bit yeah. respectful. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a little less um that we're doing something wrong and yeah. back in the day. Yeah. You know, like, um this plant is so sacred and unfortunately so many people went to jail for it and like the stress and the racism attached to cannabis and and all of that. And to see it in the legal market, it's a it's a first step, but there's still a lot of improvement to go because like there are still people in jail for it, and like what about them and and all of that. So we're there's a lot of people too that view us, um, you know, going from uh, legacy to legal is like, well, are you guys traders now, right? And I don't care what people say on that end. What I know is I need to be, we need to be as a brand in the legal front. To ensure that good top quality products are presented. People who know what they're doing. um, And not just people who just see money. Oh, Mm -hmm. cannabis. I don't know what I'm doing, but I have tons of money. So let's just make products and
3: open up shops. And not only that too, but like inspire others to start creating more natural products. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, exactly that. So how we got. Oh,
2: okay. So raising money. That was one of our challenges because you need money. To execute, especially... You need money to make money. (laughs) Exactly. So we went on Dragon's Den, uh, season 14. We pitched. It was such an exciting... If any entrepreneurs are listening, just audition alone is a great great experience.
0: What made you you think of Dragon's Den? Was that someone else's idea? Was that your idea?
3: It was actually funny because like, I, I remember it as I was at a, uh, physiotherapist appointment and my physiotherapist, cause he knew about our creams, he said, Hey, our, there's auditions for Dragon's Den. Mm-hmm. And I thought in my head, hmm. And I came home and I said to Tijan, we need to sign up for Dragon's Den. Oh, I remember. And she's like, all right. So like, it was such like a fast thing. And we created our video, our audition tape. Mm-hmm. And then they called us back to actually be in front of the dragons. Well
2: as first well. For, so they, they select us from our audition oh, to yes, right. goes. Then you go and meet with the producers. And then they select. So it was you. like at Mohawk College or something. Like like every area like Hamilton area, Toronto area. Right. They had they, they did like a tour of auditions.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then from that they select to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So then we're on set everything is there's no script. Right. You have one shot. They, it's they, not like they, they have people stop and like you start Um, You walk in, the dragons have no idea who you are They've never seen your product before So it's literally like what you
1: see on TV Like that's real Like you just stand there and speak And if we like you, cool If we don't, you're gone
3: The only rule that they have is they want you to You know the beginning presentation is like Hi, we're Tasia and Ashley from Like that, Like you have to stay that consistent And then you can do whatever else so you yeah,
2: just a little. Like they give you tips, like how to present it. Present it. That's why they have like. It kind of seems pretty cookie cutter when you hear right. people because we we research and say how do they how do they want it, right? Yeah. But they have um, bud like the earbuds in their ear. That's one thing I didn't know. So the producers can actually hear them. Right. So first thing, we're like, hey, it's Tijan and Ashley. We're on, you know, the, the cheesy sales pitch kind of thing.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. How do you, how do you guys feel doing that cheesy sales pitch type of moment? I'm curious. I love- Loved it. Yeah, I'm did
2: a cheesy you? Actress. She's a cheesy actress. <laughs> I put my top hat on. I'm like, hi.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was. My I th- name is Susan. <laughs> from Earth, kiss the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was sweating through my dress. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I love a good
2: cheesy three theatrics. That's like how I educate too. Like <laughs> I, I walk up and I'm like, you want to talk about CBD? All right, let me show you. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> I love a good. We're cheesy. a good balance. Yeah um so we walk up so then ashley has her uh signature red lipstick on we kiss we want to read risky for the show we walk on holding hands we kiss on set i have lipstick all over my mouth oh my god
3: <laughs> so i'm going hi my name like blah 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 we kiss and then, and then um, when i'm handing out products to all the dragons manjeet said to me uh, can you tell Tijen that she has lipstick on the top of her mouth? Because they don't stop us, right?
2: And
0: yeah, I kept yeah.
3: seeing Manjeet as we're talking going like this. <laughs> but she's trying to signal
2: me. I have no idea. So what then when I came
3: that. back, I said to her, like, you have lipstick on the top of your mouth. <laughs> so that was our, that was our introduction. They got it. <laughs> Tijen had red lipstick on her. It was her fun. Lips.
2: We did everything perfect that um, we got an offer from Michelle. Manjeet and Michelle went, um back and forth arguing. She didn't like the idea. Michelle did. We got a couple of different offers. We ended up taking Michelle's. Now the sad part to this story is it feels like a dream because although we were supposed to air and we were waiting for our episode, they cut it. We don't know why. The producer never mm. the producers never reached out to us. We we're just waiting, waiting. We don't know if it was cannabis related. We don't was, know if it was us yeah, something, something a lipstick that did and or- making out on They were too risky or just... I don't know. We'll never know. And we just stopped. It was devastating, of course. But there's that saying of, instead of focusing on what could have happened or focusing on, like...
3: The experience, what you learned from it. Remember,
2: what is our goal here? goal is to go legal, not to get on Dragon's Den. And we're going to make it no matter what. Yeah. Like, no matter what. And at the time, we made that expectation that we were going to be on the show. And someone once told me, you're only, like... Um, never have expectations because you just set yourself up for disappointment. And we ex- expected it was a sure shot
3: yeah. on the show. And I think for us, uh, too, we were disappointed. well, for me, like I was disappointed more, not so much for myself, but for others. Because I was like, ah, oh, we're disappointing so many others, right? Like, oh, like friends, family and all that. Yeah, stuff. friends, family. And then I had to like break that to be like, no, like exactly. And like, again, the point of Dragon's Den was not to, they're not going to make or break us. So mm-hmm. basically went on there for experience, learned a lot. Mm -hmm. and yeah. So
2: practicing failure and embarrassment are two huge things for entrepreneurs. Like I really, really, really strongly recommend because yeah, the fear of not getting on the show and then disappointing others. And what are people going to think? No, you got to eliminate all that. Mm -hmm. Who cares? That was in our, make or break.
0: Can I ask you a couple questions about about Dragon's Den then really quick? Uh, Two things. So your episode didn't air. Does your episode not airing affect whatever deals would have happened in the taping of your show?
3: I think I know what your question is. I think what it is is even if you don't get aired on the actual show, you can still
0: still, get a deal. Gotcha, gotcha, (laughs) gotcha.
3: You don't... Mm That's not necessarily everyone that gets on. They just want entertainment too, right?
0: Right. Especially because when you tell me the producers obviously are choosing who goes on Dragon's Den... And then you always see like someone that's a disaster on Dragons Den, oh, so love like that. yeah. th- that's perfect, right? The producers like this is great. It's the comedic moment. It gives it yeah. gives Mister Wonderful the time to like just be a dick, you know, and, and, yeah. and go on like that. Okay, I get it. Can you are you guys yeah. are, are you, can you disclose what the what the offer was that you accepted or no? Just out of curiosity. Yeah,
2: I mean we, they never aired us, so I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was one six hundred sixty five thousand dollar ask. Yeah. And Michelle offered five percent royalty until she doubles her money and and no equity the dragons thought she was crazy because she didn't want equity nothing right one of the guy vincenzo wanted 30 percent we wanted to give off only 20 percent so michelle's deal was actually really good better than the banks
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and they were saying
2: like you're basically giving her them a loan and she's like no no i'm gonna help them and blah 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 but anyway, six months back and forth, that deal that actually the money went fell through. Right. But honestly, looking back, everything always happens for a reason. At the time, sometimes you just have to trust that this is the why, like you mm-hmm. it led us to our current investor, which it is a built, dream. I feel
3: like it just built more passion in us to mm-hmm. be like we can do this regardless if we have a dragon backing us mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. Right. We're very capable and we just yeah. Our investor now is actually clients of ours. Um, and they live down the road. Nice. And they actually put the idea in our head. They said if for any reason dragons follows through, reach out, reach to, out us to us because I'd love to invest in your company. Boom. That's and amazing. right away we thought of them. We're like, we gotta reach out to them <laughs> Yeah, super laid back.
0: That is a super confidence booster. You go on Dragons said, So what? It doesn't fucking air, but you get an offer, and you get an offer that it sounds great. Like even if it falls through, you're like, "Fuck, I, I'm I'm actually invincible." You know, right you're now. good enough exactly. to get
1: somebody who is a business person saying this is a good idea, and I would support you. It's in like it. a, it's like a stamp of approval. It's yeah, like yeah of exactly. Approval. I think that's super cool. High
2: risk. Because nobody knows the future of like cannabis industry and like where we are right now in Canada. But um, right now where we are, if we were to ask for money, which we need to do um, soon, is we are, it's, it's a for sure, like not for sure thing. But like when we asked for money the first time, it was, oh, hi, sorry, guys. our cat is jumping on to
1: It was
2: high risk. Now our lawyer is saying it's not as risky as before because we have things lined up and ready to go. We're in Ontario right now alone, but we anticipate to be all across Canada and take over at least 40% of the topical market. Like I said, there are no big players out right now. So Mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to become the big player Mm -hmm. in the topical market section in cannabis that we need to act relatively quickly. Right. I like moving at a slow pace as a massage therapist. I love moving slow. That's my nature. But sometimes like this industry is so fast paced. That's one of the challenges because legal changes constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, new companies are popping up constantly and you really have to be able to shape shift
1: quickly. I don't want to sound like really stupid when I asked this question, but just as I didn't know what legacy market meant, yeah. like how do you as a company that, okay, so, you know, the thing I understand is that you came up with these products because you both understood cannabis enough to know that there's a lot of healing properties. This is, you know, Mm -hmm. this plant is useful and we Mm want to use it and we want, you know, to to bring awareness to it. You, You develop the creams. How do you actually become legal? Like, how are there people who are not legal like what you know as simple as you can explain to someone as dumb as I am how does this happen I'll take
2: this one so first of all don't call yourself dumb no never
1: <laughs> i just stealing Mark's lines he, he always calls himself dumb and I'm like speak for no. yourself I'm really smart.
2: be kinder be dumb. kinder I think we called ourselves dumb and dumber the other day so
3: yeah I'm sure her mom calls us her mom calls Tisha
2: and I freaking frat or Tweedledee Tweedledum yeah so it's all it's, we're all the same here we're, we're just outside the box that's all <laughs> and embrace it <laughs> um, okay. So we are a cannabis brand. However, there are licensed, what you call is a licensed producer. Those are the ones who have sales licenses to be able to sell throughout the provinces. And what they need are certain licenses, either medical or recreational. They're the ones that have the big facility that grow the cannabis um, some don't grow some just specialize in making the products but regardless there's a lot of money that needs to be like millions poured into this
3: they need a lot of different licenses
2: why do why would we go and have a whole operation when we just need to specifically focus on our products so instead of them making products and us like you just it's a collaboration we use their license So essentially we, we sparked up instead of like a manufacturing deal. Like if we had a product and we wanted it like non infused at like goodness me or something, we would go to a manufacturer and make a manufacturing license. Mm -hmm. In this case, we made a licensing deal because they act as a manufacturer for us, but technically on paper, they own like the brand because we can't sell it
3: technically because because of the cannabis in it
2: because of cannabis in it but they have the license to sell and their only buyer is like the government or like medical channels right so that's why we don't have the product to like we actually had to buy our own product the other day because we can't even take it off the facility it's so regulated you know like being regulated health professionals there are like rules rules that are different than just anyone doing body work right like you have to follow these guidelines so we had to partner up with someone who had these licenses and essentially that's what we're piggybacking off of. And there's like minimum batch sizes. So we need to pump up inventory and all of this stuff, but we need, we needed all of that sorted out. This is the craziest part. And this is why you don't see craft companies because you need the money to get this far. And you also have to be crazy enough to risk it all because out of a thousand submissions of like products, like, each every three months, Ontario mm-hmm. p- companies submit products. A thousand products were submitted. Only one percent of topicals were accepted. Can you imagine? Wow!
3: Going through all yeah. of that, getting all and of our you have money. To, yeah, you have to have your money, your license, <laughs> producer, your everything. product made, your labels. Like everything needs to be completed, inventory ready to go for a ninety-nine percent chance for them to
1: say
2: no,
3: no. Hmm.
1: It's nuts. You actually have to be a little bit crazy. Yeah. You
2: do. You do. Yeah. And that's where the scarcity, like the mindset is so important. You can have everything textbook on paper, but your mindset is what's going to push you forward because mm-hmm. you're going to say, you know what? I just didn't, I we closed practice two years. We haven't paid ourselves in two years. Like, like I said, I just do like minimum five, five treatments a week. That's enough to pay the bills. But like. I had we had to focus so can you imagine but guess what the journey was fun we're not in a rush to get anywhere because as soon as we hit these milestones it's like a next milestone because our dream was just get into the legal market we're here we celebrate it but then it's like on to the next what about other provinces and so if you don't if you're not happy with the journey because honestly when you hit those big milestones it's not like it's it's something to celebrate but like you need to be happy the whole. And like, you
3: need to you need to be able to sell, the time, celebrate it. the small wins, not just mm-hmm. the big ones. Yes,
0: yeah. it's all about enjoying the process. Yeah, you know what it's like.
3: Otherwise, you're
2: constantly chasing something, and it's never enough. So. Yeah. Uh, We're happy. We're in a happy position now. It's so stressful. At the same time, I'm saying we're happy. Everything's good. But it's also very like a lot of moving parts and pieces until like... And learning, right?
3: We're still learning like how everything works. So about the learning,
0: about the learning then, who teaches you guys about this whole legal business side of things? Is that something that you go find people to kind of teach you on it? Is that you guys go find people to just say like, you take care of this part of the business for us? Mm -hmm. Or is it that you guys are like, I got to figure this out? for myself like how does it how do you guys learn to do what you're doing
3: you know like i feel like we learn a lot on our own but also like just being partnered with a licensed producer they teach us a lot like the the knowledge that they have and just learning like regulations. that was only recent like november but like like the past yeah more recent when we came regular but prior to that yeah that was more our own
2: Uh, i would say to that building a village yeah is important we got the best lawyer five years ago when we were in the black market
3: and um, she, she actually was like guys I can't actually represent you you guys aren't legal and I'm like, well <laughs> I just need you on our team like <laughs> like she's a- <laughs> we will <laughs> like, be we have- I swear we will be <laughs> yeah. and she now is so she all now of is. those years we're like we need you and we trust you and
2: and now it's like when okay we can't say what company but there's a massive um medical company that approached us and we like turned down exclusivity. We were that ballsy to be like, we're not signing this, we're turning down exclusivity. And and we're at that position where where we can do that nice. and get it written the way we want because we have the best lawyer that's gonna put it the way we want to. Mm-hmm. And that's number one thing is like
3: don't we never um never underestimate under underestimate yourself and but, the stuff that you're creating. But our product never really changed since
2: beginning to end because people will try to change you and try to put plastic jar and cheap ingredients. We're the only topical on the market right now, all natural, sustainably packaged and, um, you know, reusable jars. And it's the only one with other herbal extract extracts. So it's not like synthetic fillers, you know, with massage oil, if you're getting like the crappy, like um, silicone based stuff. And there's a whole range of different oils and products you can use and we definitely cater to that green millennial, clean beauty, people that care about the ingredients in the back of the list. Um mm-hmm. otherwise it's all cheap stuff at the same price. So, yeah. Um that was one major
3: thing that we had to battle. And also. we yeah, and we wanted to have our products to have those extra herbal <laughs> ingredients because those are just as valuable and just as beneficial as cannabis. Yeah. So the star right now is cannabis, right? But There's so many other herbs that are also stars too. Well, you guys
2: have the products, right? The non-infused version, you know, you have ginger, turmeric, cayenne, pepper, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And we hope that we'll see more on the market. But right now there's not a lot.
1: So you guys launched officially, right? Your products last month? Yeah, Yeah. me too. So what what is the story now? Like for people who are listening, who are like, where can I find these? How do I mm-hmm. p- tell me about this? Where can we buy this stuff from you?
2: All yeah. within Ontario, selected retail stores for now. If you go to our website, earthkissessky.com, you'll see our, it's only one product right now. Um, It's called Shine. And that one, you just click on the link and it'll direct you to the Ontario Cannabis Store. And then you just purchase it and it can, it's, it's free shipping. I think they ship it like the next day. Um, Or like I said, email us. If you want to support local retail stores, email us. We don't have the list who has them yet. So new. Um, We have some. Yeah. But we we can, if they email us their location, we'll say, Hey, there's this shop down the corner of you and go support them. Uh, We love supporting local retail or any retail Mm -hmm. stores because we know how challenging it was for them to open up. So if you can, you know, if you want to just order from the government, you can do that. But if you want to support a local store who buy from the government and wholesale it from them, then support them also. And this cream specifically is great for beauty, like the, the, the shine. Um, shine ingredients itself, like the calendula, St. John's wort and uh, plantain. They're all good for skin healing and beauty. Mm-hmm. The, and, and again, like being in the market. It's hard to make claims. I can talk on those ingredients. Cannabis, I cannot actually say what it's good for. But um, mm-hmm. let's just say if you have some joint pain or something like that, you can rub it on there.
3: <laughs> yeah. And the, it, it's multi-purpose and is what I'm saying. Calendula, St. John's, Worm, Plantain have a lot of <clears> research <throat> for years, many years that back it up, right? Mm-hmm. So we can talk about those herbs and like really share
1: their mm-hmm. benefits over cannabis because unfortunately right now we can't really speak yeah it we're now. just
2: learning on how what we can and cannot say it is still
1: just so mind-blowing to me the amount of regulation that exists about talking about a plant like yeah, it's, I know, it right? is really mind-blowing <laughs> you know guys are, you guys are really good at making sure that you're you know talking about all the things you have to talk about but it's yeah it's kind of crazy
2: i want to show you i know the listeners won't
1: see this but you guys can get an idea. So now it's in
2: like an iPhone style box. Yeah, so yeah. we went premium with packaging. So we made it very giftable. If you go into the store and you want something that you want to just buy for somebody, it's very attractive. Um, who, I mean, we thought who throws away their phone boxes. I don't know if you guys do, but like I, Nobody keep, does. Boxes. I, I keep my, I, yeah, I keep my, I even keep the bag. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> like packaging is so important. And, This could be someone's first legal purchase. So like it's a souvenir too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's super cool. And it's the aha moment, right? Like when you buy a phone, it's not even about the phone. It's about opening it. It's the experience. experience. Like
3: the whole journey of it.
2: So like you're getting this, like how exciting can you make a topical? (laughs) So we tried to make it as exciting as we can, right? So you open the box, you get the experience. But you feel that,
3: like you feel that suction. (laughs) It's so fancy.
2: Oh. I spent many months trying to figure out what packaging. Oh was. yeah,
3: I've never seen blueprints of a box in my life.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so
3: this is the, insane how to create a box. The
2: branding has is pretty generic because that's like they're like cigarette packages. Yeah, like yeah. it's just morning labels all over it. But you get the same kind of um UV protection jar. You open it up and It's your- a
3: larger, so it's a 60 ml instead of 50 ml, which is the other ones. Um, And then this jar is UV protective glass jar, which actually you can reuse and store your cannabis in
1: it, keeping it fresh. Which one of you did I have an Instagram conversation about this? Oh my goodness. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, Please. I remember one time reaching out when I saw one of your posts about the packaging and yeah, something as simple as packaging. We had like a 20 minute Instagram conversation about this packaging. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, yeah, like the jars you have, like those ones, they're the same jars as this except these ones are a little bit bigger, bigger. with child-proof mm-hmm. lids, but you can still reuse them. Nice. Yeah. It's so yeah. very
1: cool. I love that you guys are, you know, considering things like sustainable packaging. I love that you're considering um even the, the extra ingredients, like you said, I am somebody that cares about all of these ingredients and for people listening, you can't see them, but you know, she's talking about these products being good for beauty. Tijen mentioned at the beginning that she's been doing body work for 20 years, like she looks 20. So I think they work. <laughs> <laughs> like both of you guys look pretty good. So I'm I mean, I work. look at what like the, like the 20 year olds are wearing and I'm like, okay,
2: baggy tees, chains, <laughs> <laughs> like go for
3: it, right? I
2: to keep up with the, young. Um, the fountain, the, the fountain of youth is just being who you are and being dressed how you want to dress. And I want to be that old woman. I don't want when if you close your eyes and imagine like an old person, most people will say like frail, frail, frail hunchback, short whatever, hair, which is fine. But if you if you continue to think that way, that's the direction you're going to go. Hmm. That's the power of the mind. So if I feel like wearing chains, chokers, this, that, baggy tees. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to be like rocking it when I'm like 60, 70, 80 and still exercising it. To me, health is more important than any of this, honestly, because yeah. Ashley actually went through something like this. Mm-hmm. I had a health scare. Um, your kid, like, you know, you, you know how important health is
3: that. And if you, yeah, if you don't have your health, then what's the, like, you, like you don't have go. it. You don't have it. You know, it's so important. And, um, I just feel like who cares
2: like like being perfect right like you want to I want to inspire those people that look at me and say wow I wish I could dress like that I want to or act like that I want to but I'm too scotch like shy and then there's those people that are judging I don't care about I'm not wasting my energy on those people no I don't care we like being dramatic so (laughs) (laughs) like
3: our clothing (laughs) I like wearing like big like furry jackets not fur but like vegan fur vegan fur and like just red lipstick and yeah
2: simple things like putting on lipstick you know people are like oh that color red is too bright i don't want to Mm.
1: um but yeah then don't wear it people (laughs) 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 or just
3: find your color and then you can wear your color
0: what's the uh the last argument you guys got into as business partners
2: um What's, oh, we fight over the stupidest things lately that we're we're taking like a little break from each other. Like Tijin's doing a 21 day cleanse on herself. Yeah, so okay, I'm on day four of not being an asshole. <laughs> Literally, it takes 21 days to break a habit. And I'm like, why am I getting irritated so quick on things that I'm like, normally I have love and compassion and I follow this practice. And if I'm getting irritated, I know it's not about me. I send mm-hmm. her some love, hug them because I know they need it. But sometimes it's like, well, I need the hug and yeah. now we're fighting and like now we're it's us honestly so stupid that I'm like, I'm gonna go on a twenty one day break the habit because I think my brain is like firing quick on stupid things, right? Yeah. It actually worked. It's working. First day I was like don't be an asshole.
3: Just give her a hug. Don't be an (laughs) asshole. Just give her a hug.
0: A lot of hugs happened. eh?
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's like little things like she'll put a a dish in this. I think, you know, you work together, you live together, you're stuck in your house because you can get everything's closed for how many months.
2: (laughs) Oh, I know what it was. Uh, We were suntanning in the back and I, and I had my podcast in my ear and I got up and I went to the bed and laid in the bed with the podcast. Oh yeah. She, She's like one, cause normally I tell her, I'm going to the back room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If she finds
3: me and then she like, go in the back, <clears throat> cause we have a meeting. And I said, what time's our meeting again? One or one thirty? Just like check it in and she gets mad she's just like like, uh, check the schedule (laughs) i didn't talk like that i don't talk like that (laughs) check the schedule and i'm just like it's very simple to just say it's one or (laughs) 130 or ash i don't know just look it's the tone for me the tone gets her all the time like if i'm short with her
2: oh ashley
1: oh ashley we would have so much to talk (laughs) about
2: sometimes I don't I want to have a tone like sometimes I don't want to be all like, it's okay to
3: have a tone but I mean like oh let me just take the podcast out of my ear Do you, what she thinks I want to hear she thinks, she thinks I want to hear oh darling like With an accent. Please leave me
2: alone for 10 minutes. Just leave me with my space. As stupid as as it sounds to stay out loud.
1: Like I know right now you guys are probably like, okay, these are the dumbest fights. But it's like so relatable when you do, even if you don't live together, when you work with somebody so, so closely, like literally about 15 minutes before we had to jump on with you guys and do this. Mark turned to me. We were so both doing our own things. Angry. He's he's just been he's been in a mood for the last few hours because we've had we've had a busy day. Maybe we should
3: switch for a bit. Right.
1: <laughs> well he's he's been in a mood. He turns to me and goes Can you go set up the other computer? And because we were not having a conversation. So when he turned to me and said, Can you go set up the other computer? Legitimately, I I was confused for a minute because he was cleaning, I was doing something else. So I turned to him and I said, What other computer? He's like, Don't we have a podcast in 15 minutes? I was like, Okay. You love that. (laughs) Like, why are you yelling at me? And
2: then
3: it happens all the time, right before. So, what what's your signs?
1: What's yeah, what's your sign? We're Leo and Aquarius. Can you guess who's who? Ooh.
3: Okay. Leo Aquarius. I
1: feel like that's Mark. Yeah. I feel like Mark's at Aquarius. No, other way around. I really? don't know much. Of, I
2: don't know much about those signs. I'm just I
1: getting
0: it. don't know much into about into signs, it. period. But <laughs> yeah, we
1: are Leo and Aquarius, which I mean, I don't know a ton, but I was told very early on by a friend of mine who used to work in, I guess not, we won't call it black market, legacy market doing cannabis. She's, she's no longer involved in this, but Um, she told me very early on, Oh, Leo and Aquarius are a perfect match because like inwardly, like our value systems are very similar and we have a very similar outlook on life, but outwardly we can seem like complete opposites, which is, is kind of like us. So if, if she wasn't bullshitting me, I'm like, yeah, that kind (laughs) of, that kind of seems to make sense. That's us definitely like he's an introvert. I'm much more of an extrovert. That makes sense. But yeah, I I totally understand the tone because sometimes he'll say something to me and it's, it's just the tone. And I turn to him and I say the same thing. He's so sick of me fucking saying this. I'm like, I am on your side. Like you, you are constantly yelling at me, but I'm on your team.
2: (laughs) I get it, but you sometimes. I try to tell her my tone isn't a reflection of like me being mad at you because right away she thinks I'm mad at her. Thank you. My tone is just I'm stressed. I have a lot going on, and I just want to be quick because like it just uh, my mind is so full. Like I can't answer another question. So figuring out if the meeting is at one or one thirty. Go look at the schedule. (laughs) I get it. I think she thinks I ask a
3: lot of questions. She does. (laughs) Which I'm not. I don't ask a lot of questions.
2: (laughs) But yeah, it's one of those things where you're just like, this is just petty. And like, it's no point. And honestly, the one thing I can control, because I can't control anything outside of me, is my mind. Mm. And if I'm in a bad mood, that is my fault, period. And if I'm snappy, that's my fault. And that's what I try to tell her. It's my fault. I need my space sometimes if I spiral down. Just give me that space. I go on my bike. I go, I lock the door into this room. Like just put my podcast in. Um, And I'm just like, don't take it personal. It's not about you. I just need to rejuvenate. And Mm -hmm. love and connection. So hanging out with friends, um, doing things that are like kind of separate. And then you come back home and you have something exciting to share and talk about. And it just kind of like, changes your mood or just changing your physiology alone. Like if I'm in a bad mood or I call a friend, let's do a five minute peak dance. Mm-hmm. Or like you guys were you're in a mood before this. You talked, you laughed, and maybe you're feeling better now.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you guys cheered us up. Right? Yeah.
2: On. We'll call each other. Okay, yeah. You guys will call each other I'll call and I'll call is. Mark. Yeah.
1: <laughs> every time every time Mark snacks at me snaps at me, I'm gonna be like, Ashley, help me. <laughs>
3: yeah. Exactly. And if I need to understand i J I'll ask I'll message Mark and be like, hey, what does this
2: mean?
0: Yeah. And, uh, I can I can try for you.
2: It's the tone, the language. But have a dream, execute it, eliminate any doubt, and your life will be good.
0: Business and couples therapy all at the same time. Yes. This is great. It's awesome.
2: This is how we fight too. We have a
3: three-hour debriefing session and break it all (laughs) apart. We do, for real. We'll get high though. We'll get high and then it becomes really interesting. (laughs) I'm
0: laughing because this just feels like I'm staring in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. It really feels like
1: (laughs) so
0: relatable right so
1: relatable but you know what it's good it shows that it's this is just what happens whether it's business relationships personal relationships when you're on top of somebody all the time yeah, yeah. you're gonna argue about things but you know when you say it out loud and realize how petty it is it's is so, the yeah. is the relationship worth more than this you know look at the schedule like just yeah Figure it out. And you will. It's like yeah, little
2: things where I maybe yeah, exactly. So I'll I'll give you an update after 21 days how we're doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, do you guys want to really quick before we wrap up, give out um like contact information, social media like for people to uh follow you or yeah, anything you want.
2: Yeah. Um Ashley's looking at me, so it's Earth Kisses Sky on all of our social media. Like Instagram, we're the most active at Earth Kisses Sky. Website is www.earthkissessky.com and
3: it's that simple. And Twitter. Also. Yeah, all of it. Earthkissessky.
1: Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for hanging out again because like I said, I was really sad that I missed the first time. So I'm I'm excited for you and I can't wait to see what's next. You know, you've hit this big milestone. What's next? I'm super excited to see.
2: I am so excited and honored that you guys invited us back on the show. I am a big fan of both of you and what you do for the community and it's amazing, incredible. I'm I'm so happy that you have loyal listeners because, like, we're definitely we love you both, absolutely love you. There's obviously a connection, so I'm happy to be on the show anytime, Ashley. Of
1: course, yeah, yeah, awesome. And when COVID's over, we're gonna do. I sorry, I hate when people say when COVID's over, and I just did it, but <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, when yeah. we're <laughs> when we're all allowed to be in a room together. You know, when it's legal to be in. Spaces with people. We will do another episode in person where we can hang out. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Let's do it. That'd be fun. Do you smoke? Of course. For
2: edibles. Course. All right, we'll bring some. We'll bring some weed. <laughs> All
1: right. Whoa, yes.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank
0: cool. you. Right on. It's been fun. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone purse.